From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Thursday, January 21st, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. A COVID-19 vaccine provider in Columbus has been suspended by the Ohio Department of Health. Yolanda Harris has the story. ODH says Specialty Rx mishandled 890 doses of the Moderna vaccine. Now, Specialty Rx was given 1,500 vaccine doses to give to people at eight long-term care facilities before the start of this year. So after giving out the first doses, Specialty Rx was looking into moving those 890 doses to another provider when they found out the temperature at which the vaccines were stored were not being monitored. ODH began an investigation and found out the leftover doses were no longer viable. I'm Yolanda Harris. The director of the state's unemployment system says they've tracked down more than 166,000 false claims for jobless benefits using the personal information of real Ohioans submitted by a criminal third party. Kevin Landers explains. How much money and who is behind the theft? Those are the questions the director of the state's unemployment office is trying to figure out. We know this is a national problem. There is a belief that it is the result of international crime rings. Those crime rings, the state says, have stolen identities of people and used the information to apply for both regular unemployment checks and federal pandemic unemployment assistance. Funds have been paid to illegitimate claims. We, we do know that we are working through a process to hone in on that figure. The theft of personal information snared those in the highest positions of state government. A few weeks ago, Fran and I uh, uh, got some correspondence from the state of Ohio uh, that we had filed an unemployment claim. I had a false claim filed in my name as well. The thefts, which are not unique to Ohio, have delayed the state from getting legitimate unemployment claims to those who need the cash the most. It's made the job of getting legitimate benefits out to people harder and doing everything that we can do to protect against losing any tax dollars out there to people who are filing false claims. From the State House, Kevin Landers. Some of Ohio's biggest political figures reacted on social media to yesterday's inauguration of President Joe Biden. Democratic Senator Sherrod Brown said, quote, This marks the beginning of new leadership committed to healing our country and building it back better so it works for everyone, end quote. Republican Senator Rob Portman said he looks forward to working together to make a difference in the lives of Ohioans and all Americans. Democratic Congresswoman Joyce Beatty said she felt safe at the inauguration. And Republican Congressman Jim Jordan shared a brief statement saying, quote, America is the greatest country ever. May God continue to bless us all, end quote. Toledo's police chief says a man who fatally shot a police officer during a two-hour standoff had been making incoherent statements, and he vowed he wouldn't be taken alive. Dave James has more. Chief George Crawl says officers shot and killed 27-year-old Christopher Harris on Monday, seconds after he opened his front door and began firing two handguns. One of the shots hit Officer Brandon Stalker as he crouched behind a police vehicle. The 24-year-old who became an officer in 2018 died not long after. Family members of Harris told investigators they believe he suffered from mental illness. Dave James, I went in news. Columbus City leaders have announced a series of proposed police reforms in response to the fatal shooting of Andre Hill, an unarmed black man by a now-fired police officer. Molly Brewer has the latest. The proposed changes include upgrading to new body-worn camera system, increasing the look-back feature on body cams to make sure video and audio are recorded, and adding an auto-record function. Today's news conference also included the city council proposing Andre's law. The measure would allow the discipline of officers 
officers should they fail to activate their body-worn cameras or failure to render aid to injured people. In serious cases, Council President Shannon Hardin said it could even lead to criminal charges. I'm Molly Brewer. Governor Mike DeWine faced swift criticism from consumer advocates yesterday after he rejected the entire slate of candidates nominated to replace the former head of the Public Utilities Commission of Ohio, who was tainted by a $60 million federal bribery investigation. Dave James explains. The governor wrote the PUCO's nominating council and said that the first list included appropriate candidates, but he wants more names. Consumer groups said by rejecting experienced, consumer-friendly candidates to fill the vacancy created by the resignation of then-chair Sam Randazzo in November, DeWine was catering to utilities. A spokesperson said his letter speaks for itself. Dave James, in News. Gun shop owners around the state of Ohio say they've seen an uptick in sales of guns and ammunition. Andrew Kinsey spoke with Eric Delbert, the owner of a Columbus-area gun store. At LEPD, the owner says they are running out of supplies. He says it's due to a combination of more people buying guns because of increasing crime, the lack of supplies because of COVID-19, and the run on guns historically seen when a Democrat is elected president. The unprecedented crime um, that we're seeing, even right here in Columbus, has really pushed people to take um, safety of themselves and their family into their own hands. I'm Andrew Kinsey. And President Joe Biden signed more than a dozen executive orders on his first day on the job. Will Uick reports. University of Akron political science professor Dave Cohen says they'll go into effect immediately. It's a stroke of the pen of the land. We don't have to worry about In addition to reversing a travel ban, stopping the construction of the southern border wall, requiring mask and distancing in all federal buildings and on federal land, President Biden is also re-enlisting the U.S. and the World Health Organization and rejoining the Paris Agreement on climate change, extensions on eviction and foreclosure moratoriums, and a student loan pause until October. I'm Will Uick. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus and WKYC-TV in Cleveland for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.